In this week's episode, I'll be joined by Rita Mays, our Equality Institute business manager in my right hand, who is absolutely indispensable. And we are going to talk about the year in good vibes. Hey there, my name is Bernadette Smith. Welcome to Five Things in 15 Minutes, my weekly show where I bring good vibes to DEI. That is good vibes to diversity, equity, and inclusion with a little dash of corporate social responsibility. What I've found is that there are lots of news stories about what's going wrong in the world and lots of negative data, but there are also a lot of things going right. That's what I like to focus on. I search for DEI stories that we can be inspired by and learn from. My hope is to inspire you to experiment with some of these inclusive actions and policies within your own organization to help you build a more inclusive world. So let's get started. Rita, will you please introduce yourself and, and tell folks a little bit about your background before we started working together? perhaps before you even started your own business. <laughs> okay. Well, my name is Rita Mays. And as Bernadette stated, I am the business manager for Equality Institute. Um, I am what, like halfway through my third year. Something like Something that. It's like been that. a while. Like We're that. very lucky to have you. Wow. It, and it's been a blast. It, it has just gone so fast. And prior to that, I had started my own business, which was pretty much virtual. And I did similar things to this as well as a lot of meeting, planning, and coordination. Prior to doing my own thing, I worked in corporate America. I've been executive assistants and coordinators and editors and the whole gamut. And it has afforded me a the opportunity to see so many changes, so many changes that are just outstanding. And now I'm just really, really enjoying the hats that I wear with Bernadette. And I couldn't be happier. I mean, it's like, hey, this chapter is okay. <laughs> I love that. I love that. You know, can you just be honest with us all for a little bit, anyone who's watching or listening you know, what were some of the opportunities, let's say say opportunities that you saw from your experience, your personal experience working in corporate America that you see us addressing today in our work? Wow. That is a hard you know, question. Yeah. You know what? It's, it's more or less like trying to look at it and say, there have been so many little minute little things, uh, I, I feel like I have seen an awakening in corporate America, period. I, more or less, they're woke, you know. And um, really, I, I what I feel that with, with the upcoming generations that are, are coming into the workforce, that a lot of much more open diverse, diversity has become even more important. I feel that I have watched organizations become really and truly committed to what's going on in our world, in our societies, in the workplace, you know, 
And it's just amazing. I love it. I love it. You know, I'm glad you said that because, you know, in some of the year end conversations that I've been having and some of the recaps that I've been seeing about the year, there has been quite a bit of negativity, Um, you know, layoffs of DEI employees um, being a big one and, you know, not necessarily getting a lot of traction. And I know that in the conversations with many of the organizations that you and I talk to, one thing that I've noticed is that a lot of organizations are trying to have a DEI strategy that's focused exclusively on workshops and not looking at the bigger picture and not looking and not actually having a strategy. <laughs> They're just, they are just focused on, on workshops and the awareness part of things, which is really important. And you have to sort of go through that awareness piece. But when the employees after the workshop are like, okay, now what? I'm, I'm psyched. Let's, let's do this. What are you doing now? There seems to be a real lack of strategy. Is that something that you're seeing? And are you seeing some of the negativity um, that I've referred to towards the end of the year? I mean, you and I are both positive people. <laughs> yeah, we are. Aren't we? Um, well, you know what? I, I actually agree with everything that you just said, because when I first came in on board and it was right after George Floyd and everything. And um, the focus was workshops, you know, workshops. Workshops are going to heal everything. It's going to make everything good. Um, what it did was it, it did good, but it now people are, are looking for what's the next step. Mm-hmm. What is your true commitment? You know, and it's it's just opened up the door. I think that I, I kind of feel like a lot of, of the companies and organizations that we deal with are now going, what next? And I'm happy to say that a lot of them are turning to us for <laughs> next. Yeah. You know, and it's great. You know, because there is a what's next. Now, without a doubt, some people are, and some organizations are a little bit slower than others, but I just think that that it is it's, it's phenomenal. And I, I see it happening and, but versus it being swept under the table, like, okay, we used to have, you know, Friday, after hours. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, things are a little tight in the industry, you know, everything's going a little haywire. So we're going to get rid of that. DEI is not going to go away. Yes. It's just not. You know, it is great. And I, I think that it's worth fighting for. And I see people that are so serious. I see organizations that are committed and, and looking for ways to make this happen. Yeah, I I agree. And that's, I appreciate the fact that we keep hearing from organizations and and that they are, they're looking to move forward in, even if it's just workshops. Um, Mm -hmm. I think that they're, the awareness piece is important and uh, we're going to get them. We're going to get them through that and into the strategy piece as well. You know, one of the things I wrote about in this week's five things was the Respect for Marriage Act, which was just codified into federal law by President Biden after passing both houses of Congress. And it's a law that codifies both same-sex marriages and interracial marriages, which really only previously were legal due to Supreme Court rulings. So, you know, this is something that could potentially affect both of us. 
um, we're both unmarried, <laughs> so it could potentially <laughs> affect <laughs> affect both of us. Um, but I think that you know, it's like it's been a long time coming. It's been a long time coming, and a lot of the things I write about in Five Things are finally, finally, we can do this, you know. And so I um I just want to mention that as well. Well, I I, I will be terribly honest. I did not realize that it was not fully codified for interracial marriages, you know, because there's quite a few out here, you know, but I didn't realize that it hadn't been codified. So I feel like you, hey, to me, it's perseverance. It's It's the sign of the times. It's the sign of the changes that are going on in our society. And I'm waiting for everything else. <laughs> I'm just waiting for everything else because this is, to me, this is definitely a sign of the times. Yeah, I absolutely agree. And so more to come. And when they are, when the, when we hear more good news, of course, people can find it here in five things. Okay, so Rita, let's get to the top five good vibes of the year. The first story is about hybrid work models, which I really think we saw this year a kind of a lot of different experiments in, in that organizations were putting forth and seeing what works and what's not working. One thing that I noticed in, in terms of both my friends and my professional colleagues, one thing that seems to be working well is what I'm considering a kind of a hybrid ideal for folks, for organizations that can pull it off. So remote work Mm -hmm. as an option for everyone. And we know that women and traditionally underrepresented folks are often preferring remote work because there are fewer microaggressions. So remote work as an option for everyone, but requiring employees to come in for gatherings and retreats. So it seems to be kind of the best of both worlds. Um, not everyone wants the remote work option. So having it as an option seems to be kind of the the standard that I'm seeing be, you know, kind of making folks the happiest. Well, definitely. Uh, I kind of feel we need to thank COVID for mm-hmm, sure. coming into play because it put us in a situation where we really had to consider it. And, and, and we have discovered that it works. Mm-hmm. It, it especially works with people who have families, children, you know, maybe um, elderly family members, uh, mm-hmm. just taking care of the home front and to be able to, to focus, you know, focus on what's, on, on doing the best job they can do versus mm-hmm. I I've been there, you know, where half my mind is at home and the other half is at my job. And when I'm at home, I'm half my mind is still at work. And and mm-hmm. so I love what this is doing. And most of my friends and colleagues are really, really enjoying it. They're, they're enjoying their work. It seems like they can focus more yep. and really get to know their jobs and love them. I yeah. Think wonderful. I agree. All right. The next thing, trend, I would consider it a trend. Hopefully it sticks around that, that I saw happen more this year was companies speaking out in, against injustice, particularly this time against um, anti-abortion laws in a lot of U.S. states after the Dobb decision. 
uh, the Dobbs decision overturned Roe versus Wade. So we saw a lot of companies showing support. I mean, even Salesforce offered to pay relocation uh, expenses for employees who chose to leave that state. So what I'm hoping is that we see more and more, I'm not going to call them activist corporations or woke corporations, but companies that are really doing a lot to speak up against injustice in terms of their benefits. I I have been so pleasantly, pleasantly surprised. Uh, It was, it was something I didn't expect to happen. And none of it. (laughs) (laughs) True. True. And, 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 but to see companies willing to stand up for, for the good, Mm -hmm. not just necessarily for the good of making more money, uh, good, uh, which is kind of like basically saying, well, you know, hey, guys, you just have to deal with it. But, mm-hmm. but taking a social stand. Mm-hmm. And, and I think it's great. I think it's wonderful. We spend so much time working. We spend so much time working that I feel that it's supportive. And it, 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 it just, it's, I guess what I'm, I'm trying to say is that it it, it 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 really does generate more more goodwill. loyalty and yeah. goodwill, loyalty yeah. and goodwill, you know. Absolutely. And the next story is about uh, is what I consider to be a, an increasing awareness that diversity means everyone, and this is something that we talk about in our work. Um, but we're seeing that a lot more folks are seeing that they kind of fit under this diversity umbrella with the rise in anti-Semitism, increasing awareness of caste discrimination, more conversations around mental health, and you know, adding accessibility to DEI. And I think this really matters because the more folks that see themselves as part of the conversation, the more they're going to be invested in in growth and change. Yeah, and and and. I have to tell you, Bernadette, I feel like you're at the forefront on this because, you know, just when, when I look at our workshops uh, that really bring it home, that that deal with inclusivity, that deals with what's the intersectionality, intersectionality, you yeah. know, to me, even when you brought them on board, I was like, huh, what? And it just opened up so much, you know, just, it, it just, it opened the door to really let you see what DEI is. Mm-hmm. What is diversity, equity, and inclusion? And I just feel it just, it just really brings so much more vision. And, and I think you're like so awesome to be in the forefront of this. I love it. Thank you. Well, you know, I'm all about inclusion, not exclusion. So uh, I'm completely comfortable expanding the tent. All right. So the next story is about diversity in sports. We saw a lot of stories this year about athletic races like the Boston Marathon and the New York Marathon having non-binary categories. We're seeing women in leadership at, you know, baseball teams, football teams. I mean, that's amazing. We even saw a new women's professional soccer team in L.A., with an incredibly diverse slate of founding members, the advent of the Women's Sports Network. So this was really exciting to me as a (laughs) non-athlete. Same here. (laughs) From a family full of athletes, okay? But but yeah, and and it just, I 
looking at the, the women's soccer team and then and looking at all of these women executives. It's it's just so awesome. And even like there was a time when you you never even saw a woman sportscaster. You know, it was just, mm-hmm. you know, and so now we are we're seeing this big change. And I love it. I just love Me it. too. Me too. And the last story is about the momentum being gained by the four-day work week. It's getting traction in Australia, New Zealand, the UK. Not so much here, but I believe we'll get there. I, I actually, I, I can actually say that when I was in corporate America, I participated in a couple of experiments with a four-day work week. Wow. That was a while ago. Yeah. Yeah. And guess what? They went away. (laughs) But I think that with the advent of COVID and working from home and virtual, uh, that everyone is reexamining what it means to, to have. And we're always talking about making sure that we have a good work-life balance. And this would generally this would really help. So I, I just feel that it is really the next step. And I think that by next year, we're going to see more of it. I really do. Absolutely, Rita. And when we do, you can guarantee that I'll be writing about it in five things and talking about it right here on this show, because I want to celebrate all of those good vibes in DEI. Thank you so much for joining me today, Rita. Thank you, everyone, for being loyal listeners and viewers of the show over the past couple of years. And I hope that you have a wonderful holiday season and that 2023 brings you all the tools you need to help build a more inclusive world. Thank you for listening to 5 Things in 15 Minutes. I hope you found yourself inspired by at least one of this week's stories. If you did, would you mind sharing it with a colleague and leaving us a review on your favorite podcasting platform? And if you don't already get my Five Things newsletter, join at fivethingsdei.com. I'm Bernadette Smith, and I'll see you next week right here for Five Things in 15 Minutes, bringing good vibes to DEI. DEI.